you mess with the bull, you get the horns! <laughs> <laughs> Light trumpets play. <laughs> For that, I will... so pretty, uh, I can't wait. Splooge Scrooge. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. Everybody's level 5. Let's talk about that. I am uh, also level 5. Does mm-hmm. anyone want to go first? Shield just volunteered. Yes. Mass Shield. Level 5 Mass Shield. What did Mass Shield get that was fun at level 5? Alright, I'm going to blow your dick off with this. Oh, oh. I took Shield Focus as a feat, which gives me plus 1 AC with a shield. Very cool. And uh, the best thing that happened to me is my shields now do 1d8 instead of 1d6 damage. And I have friggin' two of them, so... That's for your sacred weapon ability? Yes, Yes, good call. That's really cool. So your two-weapon fighting with d8 weapons. All right, cool. Oh, oh, uh, and I put two more points into swim just in case. Okay. That's probably a solid idea. (laughs) You you don't want to die the same way. Yeah, not with two shields. And they the double as flotation devices. Yeah, yeah they? okay. There'll only be enough room for one person. I'll, I'll wind up drowning. <laughs> well, who else would take the spot? I don't know, that girl? The, you paint the naked girl? Titanic? Rose? Uh, Rose, that's her name. I forgot that Rose is I did, here. I, 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 <laughs> always, I always forget. She's, yeah. she's just tagging along. Oh, yeah. Shield and Rose are like at the hip all the time. Yeah, just like the movie. So is Rose the masked intern? No, please don't make his name Rose. <laughs> what are you saying over name there? Rose. The mask Rose. Devoth, why don't you tell us about your fifth level? All right. For my fifth level, I took a fun little feat called Scald's Vigor, which gives me a fast healing equal to my strength bonus while raging. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, that's going <laughs> to mitigate the crappy HP rolls that I keep rolling. Why do, why do your upgrades always sound so broken? <laughs> <laughs> Because I know what I'm doing. Yeah, the design yeah, when that, he started the character. No. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> and normally at fifth level, a Scald gets an ability called Spell Kenning, which would normally allow me to choose a spell from any other spell list of an appropriate level, and I would add it to my spells known. But I, th- I thought you could just like pick it on the fly and cast it as a four-round action. That might be something like that. But... Either way, I don't get that because I have the totemic archetype, which is what allows us to grow the bullhorns when we rage. And that also replaces spell kenning, and I now instead get the ability to wild shape. But only into a bull. No. You can turn (laughs) into a bull now. God damn it. Can't wait to enlarge that. That's unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Episode title. (laughs) So, uh, Andrew. How's uh, yeah. Lemon's fifth level looking? So Lemon got an extra D8 for me on my sneak attack if I'm using a knife because of the knife master. Cool. Uh, I got the skill unlock from Rogues, and I put that with Disabled Device. So since I have five ranks in Disabled Device, I can pick locks faster by taking a minus five penalty per step. And it goes all the way down to a swift action, but that's a lot of minus fives. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. What, what, like, what is the normal time it takes to like pick a lock? Oh, I um, see here it takes one round and is a full round action for simple devices. Uh, but if it's complex or intricate device, it's 1d4 or 2d4 rounds. Attempting to open a lock is a full round action. So that there you go. So you take a minus five penalty and it becomes what a standard action? Uh, yes. That's pretty awesome. And another minus five drops it down to a move. move and and another minus swift. five drops it to a swift. Correct. That's cool. And then you'll continue to reap the benefits of that feat every 
five additional ranks you put into that skill, right? Yes. And uh, throughout leveling as an unchained rogue, you I think you get to pick a total of five? Maybe not five. It might be four. I don't remember exactly how many, but you get to pick a couple of skills throughout leveling yeah, that I think each it's every, have these unlocks. I think it's every five levels you get to pick a new skill. Yeah, so you would that. get four of them at level That's 20. what it is. Yeah, okay. So, and yeah. Uh, if you so chose, uh, you could just take it as a feat as a regular yep. feat if you I want. I saw that there was a feat for that as well. Yeah. I didn't. I actually I did get a feat and I took combat expertise which lets me uh trade in my hit or trade in on my attack to get a better AC. Okay. Mostly because it's going to start a skill chain so I can go into the faint uh feat train or okay, feat there tree. Okay, So I can try and get them sneak attacks. I just remember that's a house rule. So that's actually not a feat at all. You can just do that. Uh, do combat expertise if you have at least a 13 intelligence. So you could just take a proof fate right now, which yes. is yes, is good. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and uh, <laughs> gonna go ahead and just I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little racing. Hey Nick. Hey. What's fifth level Manny look like? Fifth Manny looks like he got he got musket training, which allows him to add his dexterity modifier onto his damage rolls. Oh my god. Yep, his dexterity modifier is currently at a plus four. So that means if I deadly aim, which also increased to plus four, I could add plus eight damage to my attacks. Oh my God. Plus eight. That's not a lot, is it? Onto his D12. <laughs> yeah, my D12. <laughs> touch AC. So, so he's doing upwards of 20 and damage against four. touch AC. And yeah. at sixth level, you get a second attack if you do a full attack action. Yes, which for my fifth level fee, I took rapid shot, oh which God. means as a full round action, I can take an additional attack at full power. But I think all your all my attacks penalty. are at a minus two penalty. But you're getting three attacks at next level when uh, I get my yeah additional attack. Yeah, so that's still pretty awesome. Uh, so you went from doing one d twelve plus plus, plus nothing. Uh, well, plus what was your two. deadly aim plus two one d twelve plus two to being able to do two d twelve plus sixteen. I'm yeah. very excited that I can faint now. That's a huge damage increase. Yep. Wow. And last but not least, with the third level big dick swinging spells, oh. Scram, tell Scram. us about third level, fifth level, <laughs> with your third level spells. Scram, drilling away at those uh, whale bone uh, scripts, finally has a little bit of capability of going into them. Uh, right, you've been, you've been spending a lot of time just scribing all those. Yep. Now you can actually, you can actually use the third level spells that were on that. Yep. But a couple of feats that I took uh, were two metamagics. Aquatic spell, which allows me to cast spells with a plus one level um, increase. Uh, you're, you're adding one to the spell level. Yep, adding one to the spell level is aquatic spell, which allows me to cast... Right now, flaming, oh, flaming sphere seems to be the best one or fireball. Mm-hmm. Which is one of my third level spells. You can't and apply then... a third level spell to that because you got to add one to the spell level. Oh yeah, so no, I can't. <laughs> it will be used next level. <laughs> so the gist of that is, you can cast a spell underwater without needing to concentrate yes. or make a a caster level check. Yes, even if it's a fire spell. So that's pretty awesome. That's come up a lot so far. Yes. Uh, so I'll make sure uh, it never needs to apply ever again. Uh, appreciate it. Feet. Yep. Uh, so what's your other metamagic feat? And then the other one is Extend uh, Spell, which allows me to double uh, double time limits for uh, specific spells that I so choose. Once again, at a plus one uh, level. Very uh, cool. 
So yeah, and then oh, and I'm matched with uh, I have uh, a... I am matched with the mighty Devoth on uh, on health. That's not saying anything at all. <laughs> yeah, but do you get fast healing when you rage? That means that you guys have more health than me. <laughs> Wait, how much health do you have? Thirty-one. Thirty-three. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thirty-eight, I win. No, forty-two, I win. Well, yeah, but right after you, I win. Solid silver. Mm-hmm. So, Pathfinder. Who the hell is to... that? Oh, well, do you got a minute? <laughs> <laughs> I got like an hour. All right, cool. So, you guys just took your first ship. You know, it was a little fishing fishing trolley, but uh, it was still a ship, damn it. It was a big deal for the Mascador. I gave a guy a promotion. Gave a guy a promotion, you... You kicked another guy into the ocean. Twice. Twice. Maybe three times. We'll find out. <laughs> uh, so a little, little little partying starts brewing on the ship. In Devoth as the captain, you're welcome to squash that and say get back to work if you want. I mean, if you want a mutiny or something. but <laughs> I'm not going to give him like, the day and a half that we had on the Wormwood, but right, right. I'll let him have a night off and have a little fun. Enjoy the moment. Let it never be known that Devoth is a buzzkill. <laughs> so... Everyone's partying, a little drinking, a little, little music. Anybody doing anything beyond generic partying? Nope. Not I, said the captain. You know, Sandera's going to find Manny. and uh, Is she? Yeah. I was playing hide and go seek this whole time. Are you hiding in the shadows? Sandera <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of like sneaks up behind you. She goes, hey, let's... Uh, oh! oh! Oh, sorry. Jeez. It's me, Sandera. Sne- sneaking up on people. What do you say we christen this ship the old-fashioned way? Alrighty. And she grabs grabs your hand, leads you to uh, leads you downstairs. I go willingly. Yeah, yeah, you do. We need Sandera go downstairs. What the hell? <laughs> the party ends. <laughs> when the bozos are rocking, don't come a knocking. Would I have seen Sandera and him do that? We oh, would maybe. go. We would probably go to the officers' quarters, not down. Yeah. Upstairs. Oh, okay. <laughs> not gonna uh, treat her like a cheap whore and bang her in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> I mean, considering the bathroom is the side of the ship, that would be kind of awkward. <laughs> you knew what I meant, Matt. Although the officers' quarters are kind of public. But much less so than the crew quarters. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like seeing the two of them kind of walk off together, I'm kind of being reminiscent of Grok. Mm. I'm missing my lady a little. I wonder what she's up to. All right, so party party goes on through the night, kind of dies down eventually. Imagine Devoth would give a... We set sail tomorrow. Yeah, all that jazz. Morning. I do want to get. I want to take the cruise temperature though. Do we? Uh, I mean, mainly you four. Do we want to keep searching the fever sea, keep pirating for a little while, I'm going or to... do we want to take this fish and take it to port and sell it? Like, do we want to use the fish for meals for a while, or do we want to take it in and sell it and come back out? Well, so here's the thing. I don't know how the rest of you guys are doing on money. But I would like to try and make some upgrades to my musket when we get to Blood Cove. And I don't think I currently have enough money where I'd be able to do that. Okay. So you want to go trolling for a little more plunder first? Yeah. Because, like, right now I have, like, 500 gold. And I know shield's way lower than that. I loaned you 150, so you're hurting. And I don't want to get to Blood Cove. Like, go through all the hassle of, like, searching to find what I need and be like, oh, I don't have any money. Right. Money makes the world go round. If we're going to Bloodport, I agree. Let's have more money. I say we hunt for more ships. All right. We're going to be eating fish for a while. Let's go a hunting. All right. Would the captain give me a profession sailor check? That's going to be a grand total of 28. Our unerring captain. All right. So you guys set sail. Uh, for high adventure? For high adventure and also ships. Nice. 
seeking out other merchant ships to take ship from. You guys are sailing for a couple more days. So you, you finish that day up partying. You back get back on track. And you're sailing for a couple days after that. Lemon, you said that you would be uh, you'd be willing to be part of the like the night watch rotation. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna bring it up with you on watch duty. Okay. Uh, you're on the third shift, the the one right before sunrise. Okay. So like you're on you're at like the bow of the ship, and there's another another couple people kind of around the stern of the ship, and uh, Price actually came out and joined you. Oh, okay. Uh, he wasn't supposed to be on watch duty, but he he wakes up pretty early all the time. And so he just kind of figured he'd keep you company. You guys have just been like idly chatting. He says, uh, "So Lemon, I I meant to to compliment you on your uh, on your call to arms. The other day was a fishing ship. Oh, thank uh, you. I noticed that none of the other new recruits, myself included, succeeded in boarding the, the ship. Whether it was a, a a lack of of will or of just not being quick enough, but you were you were one of the first. I'm usually very good at knowing when I need to jump in. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. How are you doing on the ship? Have you found a spot yet? Something you'd like to do? Well, I've been kind of reserving any long-term plannings on the sh- on the ship until we can figure things out in Blood Cove. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little apprehensive about that. I don't think it will be as simple as handing in my resignation. I don't either, but I think we might be able to swing something. I would like that. I- I'm pulling for you. I th- we're going to do all we can to keep you aboard. I am enjoying myself on this crew. I would I would like to, to stay on longer than, you know, however long it takes us to get to, to Blood Cove. I'll <laughs> offer him a, a little beer out of my uh, my water skin. <laughs> some beer in it. I'll give him some beer if he wants it. Oh, he gladly A little accepts. good morning beer. <laughs> he crosses his fingers. Says, oh, fin- fingers crossed. Let's yeah. stay optimistic. Just then, you hear shouts coming from the stern side of the ship. I'm going to go run over. They sound distressful. You go run over. Price is right behind you. Okay. Uh... Perception? Should I look up, see what's going on? Or do I have an immediate sense? You immediately notice there's a couple couple sailors. They're not the ones that you saw on that shift for watching. Uh, these people look like they only just got up. Like they're still kind of like, they're like wearing their long johns mm-hmm. still. And there's numerous bloodstains on the deck of the ship uh, by the railing. Like the sailors are shouting, like, "Help! Help! Come here! Hurry up!" Is there an alarm system or anything that I can use to rouse the crew? There's a ship, a ship's bell. Is uh, it on the way to what's going on? Yes. I am going to make haste towards what's going on, but I am going to stop at the bell and ring the piss out of it. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to shout, "Call the arms! Everybody, get on deck!" All right. Everyone is awoken in the wee hours of the morning by the ship's bell. I instantly grab Chip and just burst out on deck to see what's going on. I would do the same with my musket. Okay. I imagine I would still be fully nude. I would do the same thing with my hands. <laughs> grab my hands I grab really my quick. Hands. <laughs> Gotta screw them in. I assume Sandero would come out right behind me. Yes, she would. <laughs> All right, so everybody comes out on deck, and it's pretty easy to figure out the source of the distress because there's still people... By the source of the distress. Right. Shouting distress. So you get over there and there's bloodstains all over the all over the deck. And anyone taking attendance or just kind of doing a head count will yeah, notice they that. They do roll calls immediately. Yeah. There are two people missing from the crew. While he's doing roll call, I'm going to... Did anybody see what happened? The two sailors who were initially uh, shouting for help, they're like, we, we just came up from below decks and... And we just found these bloodstains. We don't even know what. I'm gonna what peek they're over for. the side of the boat. I'm gonna sense motive that too. 
Okay. You look over the side of the boat, and you don't really see anything, uh, but make a survival check. Sure. 21. 16. With your survival check, Lemon, you find a few footprints in uh, one of the bloodstains in the shape of a webbed and clawed foot. Scram, with with that sense motive check, the sailors seem to be telling the truth. They're a little frazzled, uh, but besides that, there's... There's not really anything else going on with their story. Do I recognize the prince at all? You can make a knowledge nature check. Uh, can I do that untrained? Sure. Yeah, that's a that's an eight. Uh, I'm going to say, I, I don't recognize these prints, but there's some unusual prints in the blood. And I try to point them out to anybody who will listen. <laughs> okay. Scram, what is this? 21. They're the tracks of Sahuagin. Sahuagin, they're underwater humanoid creatures. That are kind of like the like the roaming barbarians of the sea. They're they're almost like shark people, but they're very aggressive. They're very territorial, and they're pretty. They're a pretty common hazard in the shackles. Uh, I really like all that. Um, they're Sequahan. Uh, they seem. Uh, I think they're pretty common amongst Blood Cove, but you know, I don't know uh, what we should be expecting any uh, more attacks. Should we just? Speed through fast into territorial, or should we bring him in and kill them all? It's possible that, you know, just like with any roaming raiders, they just kind of rolled in, saw saw a ship at night, climbed aboard, snatched a couple people, and peaced out. It's also possible that they're following your ship underwater. There's really no way to know unless looking yourself. But, yeah, it's the situation uh, you're in. Captain, if I might make a suggestion, I think we should double up on watch and maybe even go as far as putting an officer at least on one one officer on each duty of watch lemon nods to that i'll continue my watch as i'm supposed to but i agree not that that sounds reasonable until we can be either deal with this or until we can be sure that we're not being targeted anymore all right so what do you guys want to do uh we're gonna keep on as normal we're gonna double the watch at night and include an officer in every watch shift okay including myself all right. I'll take the first watch. Well, it's the beginning of the day, so you don't need to worry about that just yet. Not too long after you conclude that meeting, you see sails on the horizon. Woohoo! Ooh. So you begin your pursuit. Do uh, you want to take this ship while we're dealing with these fish people? Yes, we do. Okay. Any chance for plunder, we're going to take it. I pull out some daggers and I'm, I'm ready. It's going to take us like a day and a half to catch up to them. It was symbolic. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have two specific crew members in mind, or can I just erase two names? Just erase two names. Okay. I know it doesn't really as matter. Long, just... As long as they're Sandera and Mahim. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even need those guys. It's nice that you don't have to roll randomly for it. I mean, I was going to kind of roll for, like, random crew. But I think I screw it. I'll just take like, the bottom two names off that are not actual named NPCs. <laughs> <laughs> that was easy. That might change if it keeps happening. We'll see. So you continue to pursue this ship takes you a little over a day that following night nothing unusual happens you don't get any sohagen attacks or anything but the next day uh you're hot on the heels of this sailing ship you can see the name is the true wind so uh does anybody have anything anything special to prepare for this knowledge local to see if i recognize the ship name okay (laughs) uh 12 you do not okay you're pretty sure it's what not. What an interesting name ship. We should take it. It's not very well named, though, since we caught up to it. We should change the name. 
False wind. False wind. Reading back on our thing, I do have to prepare spells for the siege engine specifically. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I you do. was unaware of that, and they could only be used for the siege engine. Yeah. Oh god. Brutal. It's it's a shame being so useful, isn't it? But a hassle. So, are you going to prepare any siege spells? Get a siege color spray. I can do that. And what a way to make an entrance, <laughs> right? Taste the rainbow, motherfuckers. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be so good. All right. Uh, I will do one color spray for the siege engine. Okay. The first one is going to be a regular one, not a. Uh, not imbued with anything, just so that way I can check my aim. Well, it's a good thing you're taking some target practice. <laughs> is that a natural one or is that, that is, a seven? That is a natural That's one. a natural one. But fortunately, uh, being a siege engineer, the one does not affect the siege engine. What do you mean? Normally, does it would break. normally like break or something? Uh, yeah, normally it would break down. So uh, normally, uh, if I roll a natural one on my attack rolls, results in mishap where the siege engine gains the broken condition. So oh, is that one of your like archetypes class abilities? Uh, mine allows me to overcome that and completely ignore the natural one. So huh. you just miss instead of like yeah, fucking up the, yeah, fucking yeah. Up the There's machine. no mishaps, but I Although, definitely miss. Is that still a critical threat for a fumble? I think it is. And you got to confirm that shit. Oh, that's not much better. Uh, 12. Confirms. Nice. (laughs) For a ranged attack. Snapped string. If the attack was made with a bow or crossbow, and I got to think a ballista would count because it's a giant crossbow. Pretty much, yeah. The string breaks and requires 1d3 rounds to fix. That's actually not so bad for a ballista. Only takes 1d3 rounds. Yeah. Okay. Could crew work on it? Yeah, it'll. Scram I'd say it'll. Did somebody help? <laughs> I'd say you, like it'll still take one d three rounds, but like the like the crew would need to assist on that. You can't yeah. restring a ballista by yourself. I would imagine. Yeah, I have no idea what goes into fixing a a ballista like that, but uh, there you go. Yeah. Now that's sort of what a mishap would probably be, yeah. but since it was a, from a crit card, that's that's just kind of what happens. Okay. I mean, luckily you still have enough time to fix the ballista. What is the broken and condition? Can I get do? the second shot? Have that. It's well, it's just the uh, the string that breaks, not the actual ballista. But what is the ruling on a broken condition? Broken condition on a weapon gives you a minus two on, I believe, attack and damage rolls, and the crit modifier or the, the crit modifier becomes times two, and the range becomes twenty. Like regardless and of the weapon. And how do you how do you repair a broken weapon then? Uh, either with like a make whole spell, or you'd need to spend time and money to okay, so repair. A it. broken string is way better than yes. the actual broken condition. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I rolled one d three, and it's one round. It takes one round to restring. You got enough time before you uh, close the distance to try again. Does this one have the color spray? This one has the color spray. All right. That's much better. better. Uh, that's a 19. That hits. Nice. So what is the area of a color spray? Color spray. 30 cone, right? 15, 15 feet cone. cone. Okay. Deal your damage. It's 3d8 with a ballista. 3d8 with a ballista. I got it. That's pretty neat. <laughs> that I have written down. <laughs> that is a 18 damage. All right. 18 damage. Uh, slams into the side of the ship, and a bunch of sailors need to make will saves. What's the DC? DC is... It's 15. Okay. 
So I'm going to say you've got we'll do two d four plus two are the number of sailors in that area. Fifteen foot cone. Say one d four plus two. So you get five sailors in the area. One of them saves. Two of them save. One fails. Two fail. Three fail. So you got three sailors unconscious. Uh, the ship starts to slow down. One of the sails kind of like the the rope isn't held right anymore, and it it starts to like. You know, flutter. it flutters. Uh, it's not catching the wind right anymore. And you guys catch up with ease. We'll say before you close the distance, the true winds catapult fires upon you. It gets a 15 to hit the Mascador. That does hit the Mascador. Now, Ballista 3DA, that's pretty cool. Catapult is 66. For reference, though, our ship has 1,620 HP. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but but that that is like not counting like the sails have their own HP right. and like the rudder has its own HP if they were targeting yeah. something specific. I actually kind of tweaked the, the how hit points translates into a ship like the port side, the starboard side, and the hull. Like each share one third of that total pool, and if you take out like all the HP of one side, then like the ship starts to sink instead of you having to take the ship down to like right. zero for that to happen. That just makes more sense to me. 66, 15 damage. Get some. I didn't roll super well. Really? <laughs> yeah, you rolled like average. A little under. Yeah. All right, so the catapult goes off. Some sailors fall asleep. They're not able to reload the catapult by the time you grapple with them. And you're now able to board the ship, if you so choose. Yay. It is initiative time. So yeah, yeah, anytime you want to like do something before the ship actually gets there, just let me yeah. know. Like you've got plenty of time. Scram I'm, wants to cast Babel. My goal is to do it right be- uh, right before like we're about to board. So if that has to be during initiative, that's like during initiative. I'm okay with that. You're good. Okay. Yeah, like my thing is, is yeah, like right before the actual like boarding would start. Mm. You know, right before we grapple, I would hit myself with that wand of mirror image again. Okay. Yeah, that's that's one of the coolest things about ship-to-ship combat you've got a lot of time to like hit like just buff the fuck up unfortunately if you got a competent ship that you're trailing so do they scram you go you can go ahead and cast Babel. casting Babel. you're close enough to see individual people are you yep. uh, uh somebody who is clearly not affected by color spray or okay anything specific beyond that like are you just going for like <clears throat> a generic looking sailor if there's, like, somewhat of a crowd of people, that's where I'm generally targeting, so that way I can potentially fascinate a few people as well. What's the fascination range on that? As long as they're within talking, uh, speaking range. Of- as long as they can see and hear them? Yep. Wow, that's a lot. I thought it was 30 feet. That's oh, a lot Oh, creature within that. 30 feet. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a very imp- important number, yeah. Tom. 30 feet. All right. Now, that may include members of your crew once they board, I would think. Yeah, uh, as long as they're within the 30 feet of the spell actually, when the spell actually goes off. Creatures within 30 feet of the subject yep. that can hear the target's babbling must succeed at will save or become fascinated. And the fascination is only going to last for a grand total of four rounds, five rounds, but... Okay, so go ahead and cast Babel. So that's a natural one on the saving throw for Babel. Oh. <laughs> I'll give you... Uh, Four people are within 30, well, say a lot of people are probably within 30 feet of of that person. Like, if they're on the deck of the ship, yeah. All right, so I'm just going to make a couple will saves, and we'll see what happens. This ship has, this stupid ship doesn't have any marines, i.e. trained guards. Oh. All right, 
What's the DC? DC is 17. All right. So I'm going to say two-thirds of the crew on the deck of the ship are fascinated. Nice. Uh, the remaining third is just trying to keep the ship moving forward, but there's just no helping it. Like, everybody just literally stops what they're doing, turns and looks at this guy who's just like... <laughs> yeah, so the ship just stops moving. You guys grapple. Uh, if anyone goes within 30 feet of this guy, you're going to have to make a will save or be fascinated yourselves. Might be a, uh, a job for your ranged uh, attackers. Fascination also does get broken if you're being threatened. That's true. So if we're in combat, we can get within 30 feet as long as there's still someone actively like nearby, uh, you know, threatening us. That's true. And I guess at that same, with that same notion, like if you're charging into battle, that probably negates it for yourself too. So, I mean, I guess there's your surprise round right there. Like Tom is giving you guys an extra round to get on board and just do shit. Okay. Uh, before the the True Wins crew gets to do anything. So what do you guys do? Uh, we roll uh, initiative. We, yep. Yeah. Tom? 17. Shield? 24. Good use of that, 20. Thank yep. you. This combat's not going to last very long. <laughs> not with that me right going now. first. <laughs> Devoth? 8. Lemon? 12. Manny? 12. Plus 6. Yeah, plus 4. Okay, so many plus. All right, up first is Mast Shield. And so exactly how my position? However you want to be. You're on the deck of the Mascador. If you wish to board the True Wind, you can be poised to do that right now. Okay, then I'm going to make sure that the Mast Intern is with me, and we're going to do a little more, uh, you know, A little more workshopping? Yeah, workshop. All right. So I'm just going to shove him over <laughs> and tell him to go. And then as soon as he goes, I'll go. Now, he was given a crossbow last time. Yes, with ten bolts. <laughs> Does he have anything else? I don't think so. I didn't give him anything. Okay. <laughs> it's the life of an intern. Yeah. All right, so you push him over. He's got the crossbow. He's just kind of like... You would think he would want to be on this side of the ship and ranging, maybe, for me to jump in and then back he, me up. He, I know he'd be thinking that. Yeah, but no, that's not what's happening. He's going in there. Okay. <laughs> So he's he's over there. All right, and so am I, ready to start fucking people up with my shields. All right, he's gonna take a shot. Wow, that's good learning. I didn't even have to tell him. What instincts? <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy's a real, a real killer. All right, what's a what does he have? A heavy crossbow or a light crossbow? Light crossbow. What is that? D eight. He shoots a guy who's just like staring slack jawed at the babbler. Oh! <laughs> He gets unfascinated very quickly. Perfect. And do I have time to do anything else? You can. Such as murder people with my shield. Yeah, there's probably a guy like right next to the railing that you can just smack with your shield. Yeah, I'm going to smack him. Nat 20. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Rolls confirmed. Daddy came to play today. (laughs) 12 plus that'll do. 9. 21. You confirm. Goddamn right I confirm. All right. You jump over and crack him in the knee. Normal damage and 1d2 dex damage. Yeah. And the target's base land speed is reduced to 10 feet until healed. That'll teach that fucking guy to stand there. That would really suck to have that crit be for one of you guys. Yeah, Yeah, right? That's that's one of those crits. It's like, oh, okay, it's not double damage, but wait, what? (laughs) Uh, All right, so roll your normal damage and then d2. What's this d8 I'm rolling here? That's weird. Huh. Oh, that feels more right. I see got a. I see got a one. Yeah, okay, but it's still very powerful. Somebody get the loaded dice away from him. Uh, that's a four. 
All right. But don't forget so about you, that broken leg. Yep. So roll a d4, divide by two, round up. One. Okay. So, Thank God for rounding up. <laughs> <laughs> so you get him in the knee. It's uh, it's a pretty clean jab. It doesn't deal a whole lot of damage, but you Charlie horsed him. Yeah. Nice. He and he's like, oh, and, he, oh, and uh, yeah, my whole thing with like when I'm fighting, mm-hmm. I'm always just like cursing the people that I'm uh, fighting with. Yeah. You know, as a war priest, like mm-hmm. an old guy, I'm just like, you know, smash him in the knee and yell, "You bitch." <laughs> that's my that's my most uh commonly said thing you know what it is it's like um that's Jeopardy. for stealing my social security yeah exactly yeah <laughs> it's like trebek on jeopardy when you're like your mother's a whore trebek <laughs> okay well, up next yeah. is scram any person who seems important like is somebody at the steering wheel like maybe even wearing a bicorn hat I will put you target them off <laughs> i will put my short sword up to their throat and create a uh Hostage situation. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm going to... You've got, I'm going to say, a 75% chance that this person is either affected by color spray or babble or both. Okay. As long as that's the case, you can totally set up a hostage situation. 82. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, Scram. So, I mean, you would see this before you even made to move, but the person at the steering wheel is miraculously still awake and alert and they're not really sure why they're at the steering wheel anyway because the ship's not moving but they're awake for their credit okay in that case i throw up a flaming sphere and put it right in front of his face and threaten him still oh okay so you're not attacking him with it you're just kind of dangling. yeah just like step away from there uh and surrender okay manny i'm going to shoot one of the fascinated sailors. Then I'll jump over behind helmet in the masked intern. Shield. Shield. Okay. Uh, let's see. 19 to hit. Yeah, you hit. 16 damage. He dies. Perfect. <laughs> and I'll reload Level on five. a free action. <laughs> All right. All right, Lemon. For my move action, I'm going to board the ship, and I want to board near the enemy that he's fighting so I can get a sneak attack. Okay. Stab him while he's down. Yeah. He's already been hobbled. 17 to hit. That hits. Before any bonuses, or before the flanking stuff. Okay. Uh, You know, you don't even need to flank right now because he hasn't even gone yet, so he's flat oh, good point. And then, then a 19. All right, so, yeah. Mass Shield comes over, and he's like, patang, on the guy's knee. And before the guy can say, oh, no, my knee, I'm going to have to live the rest of my life crippled as he's looking down i come behind him and bring my blade so that it comes between his legs and he sees the blade as uh-huh. i draw it along his femoral artery and he's like oh that's not so bad then i guess <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah he he's he's as good as dead all right well i did most of the work on that one so i'll give you a smile <laughs> that brings us to devoth i'm going to hop across and I'm going to cast a spell on Manny. I cast Heroic Fortune on Manny. He gets a hero point that he has, you know, the next five rounds to make use of. What? That's fucking nuts. I like You know, I remember seeing that spell going, oh, hey, it's hero points. Like the system I'm using. I hope nobody takes that spell. (laughs) (laughs) What a fuck you, Matt. (laughs) You know, I'm going to make a a ruling right now. I don't know if it says, says that or not. That spell can't stack with itself. Right, yeah, you know, I can't give so you. You can't just a hero point, hero point, hero point. Yeah, not until he uses it anyway. <laughs> Fine, yeah. <laughs> but I believe I did put a clause in the hero point system that says you can only use a hero point once per encounter. Yeah, I think he did. For each person, yeah, you might. Have. Okay, 
Okay, so it gives it gives Manny one hero point for how long? Five rounds. Five rounds. Okay. Yeah, it's a very short duration, but plenty enough to... Really hero it up. Yeah, to do a fight and have some fun. I, I rolled initiative for the general crew. They're going last. So that was your surprise round. So we get to go You again. get to go again. We can fast forward to the point where you guys loot the ship if you want. We continue slashing and cutting and yeah. murdering until or you, they surrender. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you want. I mean, it's... it's this is your time to shine. Death till surrender. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to keep stabbing yeah. people who don't notice me until somebody tells me to stop murdering people. So, just yep. like, let me know, boss. <laughs> it's like a machine that you just, just turn on. I just it's like the time, Roomba time to murder. I'm, yeah. I'm just they a Roomba with a knife on it. <laughs> they surrender. Turn lemon off. Energizer. Rat. Rat. So that's Shield's turn. All right, well, I look around after the guy I started on totally gets butchered by our friend Lemon. Shield. Is anyone right next to me? Why not? Perfect. It's a crowded ship. I'm going to uh, push the masked intern into them mm-hmm. to try and catch him off guard and then <laughs> smash him over the head with the shield. Okay. In a uh, in a totally badass way. I hope it was as badass as you said that sentence. Yes. <laughs> Even more so. You can really picture it. Someone I... getting thrown under the bus while I clobber him with shields. <laughs> the guy you're supposed to be teaching how to fight, and you're just, like, throwing him at people. Yep. Hey, if he dies before we get to port, Hella doesn't have to pay him. That's true. <laughs> he didn't read the contract, but that's true. I feel like it doesn't I, need I, to yeah, be I in the contract. In every contract. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, like, reading this. He's like, wait, I still get paid if I die, right? <laughs> I don't see that anywhere on here. Uh, okay. okay, so yeah, you do all that and you make an attack roll. Alright, first ball up is 14. The next is 26. You hit both times. Sweet. Another <laughs> one, the gentleman's one, so that'll be a uh, four damage. Lovely. Oh yeah, and a six, so that'll be an extra nine. Yes, math. Alright. 13 damage, bitch! He goes down. And I say, uh, eat shields, nerd! He does, and he is. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so the so the mass intern reloads as a move action and just looks around and shoots that guy over there. Perfect. This guy's paying for himself already. He almost crit. He deals one damage. Nice. Taken after me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's Scram's turn. As a free action, even though he hasn't gone yet, the guy at the helm, when you were like, surrender, he just like lets go of the wheel <laughs> and just slowly raises his hands. As an intimidate check, I tell everybody to go onto their knees and uh, put their hands on their heads. All right, make an intimidate check. I'll give you a pretty decent bonus, considering everything that's happened, and you've got a flaming sphere ready to burn the ship down if they don't. 13. Okay, they'll react on their turns. Manny? All right, I'm going to take a full round action, and I'm going to shoot somebody who looks like they haven't taken any damage yet. Okay. And I'll use deadly aim as well. 23 to hit. All right, that hits. He takes 20 damage. <laughs> Excuse me? He takes 20 damage. What'd you roll on your d12? A 12. A 12. Oh and then I add the to it. And then uh, I'll shoot the guy that was standing next to him. Yeah, well... <laughs> Hold on, I haven't told There's you a lot if he of guys dies or not. Did he live through that? No, he didn't. Okay. <laughs> he, he did. <laughs> 25 to hit this time? Dude, why that hits? Bother boarding and the ship. 20, 20 just damage. Like, <laughs> just do a, just do a, a sail by. Yeah. <laughs> just let me pick them off one by one. Um, How much damage? <laughs> 20 again. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> nah, he's not. Oh my god. Right, I'm going to use the hero point to jump in front of the order. 
and go. You again. can't use the hero point to go right after your own turn. All right. Well, then I'll wait until uh, <laughs> nice. in- one person do one. He'll yeah. wait. In- yeah, I mean, you can wait until Lemon goes in. You can interrupt a Voth. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, is there anybody within 30 feet of me who looks like they might be kind of important on the ship? Anybody trying to rally the people together to get them to fight or anything like that? You see somebody who is dressed differently from the the generic crew. If you had to guess, you'd say that they were the first mate. All right. And they're in within 30? Yep. Is anybody closer than that? Yeah. Yeah, all right. I'm just going to knife somebody that's close to me because I'll have the sneak attack still. You'll have the sneak attack on him. Oh, I will. I'm going to do that. Yeah, yet. I'm going to move. <laughs> I'm going to go to him and try to give him with the old sneak oh attack. It's a uh, 22. You hit. 24 damage. And if he's alive, I'm going to give him one of the debilitating injuries. You do kill him. Oh, all right. I'm going to. I'm just going to. I'm going to run right up to him. When he put, he's got, maybe he's got a knee out. I put my foot on his knee. And I'm just going to put my dagger forward and jump up. I'm just going to gut him like a fish. Ooh. Hooray. Oh. Little rat oh. man. I'm going to awesome. ride his body down too. I'm standing on him. All right. <laughs> okay. It's b- brutal as fuck. <laughs> Devoth, it's your turn. Devoth goes to step forward. Wait right there, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the hero point. Now sit down. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. What is wrong with you? <laughs> How many times did you so, roll those numbers? That, <laughs> At that least combination three. twice. It was the same as the last time. I know. Oh, um, so, yeah. 25 to hit, 20, 20 damage. <laughs> <laughs> you kill a third sailor in one round. Oh, my God. That was number three, Devoth. What are you on? <laughs> Devoth, it's your turn. Do something uh, fearsful. I just kind of like look around at the crew that's just being murdered one by one and be like, I just kind of spread my arms a little bit like, Guys, what are you doing? Just just lay down. <laughs> All right, so to recap, two-thirds of the crew are like incapacitated when you guys pull up. Mass shield steps over, in turn shoots, yeah. and then you kill someone? Or you, was that when you kneecapped them? Yeah, I kneecapped he kneecapped them. one. Kneecapped them, and then Lemon comes over, finishes them off. Yep. Then Manny, one, two, three, and Lemon <laughs> and gets the first, the first mate. mate. So within a matter of seconds... You guys just jump onto the ship. Five people, including the first mate, are down. And there's a roiling ball of fire hovering above the main deck. I'm just saying, like, that color spray intro and the babble were so good for just making us, like, there's no way that even when they come out of this, they want to fight. I may need to rewrite that siege siege mage (laughs) archetype. It's only contingent on scram hitting. that, That was a fucking slaughter. Anyway, it's a well-earned slaughter. Yeah. No, you guys you guys utilized all of your skills and you did an amazing job. So it's the crew the crew's turn of the true wind and anyone still holding a weapon drops them. It's just kind of like it was like a whole mess of people, but like everybody drops their weapons and they just fall to a knee. One person is left standing. He's clearly the captain. And uh he holds out his weapon and he drops it and he remains standing. Uh, and he's looking at Devoth, who's clearly the captain of the Mascador. I walk up to him and actually extend my hand and introduce myself. <laughs> Hi, nice <laughs> to meet you. Classic Devoth move. We wonder Sup, if we dog? some gas. <laughs> he looks at your hand for a second and looks back at you. As, he doesn't say really, but that's what his look look is. Uh, but he extends his hand as well and shakes yours. While this is going on, can I? I would like to rummage through the body of the first mate. <laughs> just gonna, I'm just gonna loot him while they're talking. Okay, All right. dude, Rat Man is so awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I woke up, I shake his hand, like, "Hey, Captain Devoth, nice to meet you." As you can see, we've taken your ship. 
<laughs> Actually, uh, the captain is female. Oh. And she's a half-elf. She says, uh, Captain Portia Runescar, you, you fought well. <laughs> I, I haven't seen uh, a boarding like that in a long time. Well, be sure to tell your friends. <laughs> As you wish. I'll take that to mean that you don't intend to kill myself and my crew. Well, I mean, bes- she looks is. around, she says, oh, I mean, the, besides I, those I, who I are already dead. She gives you a uh, an unpleasant look. No, I mean, to be honest, I kind of like you. At least you fought with your crew. Last ship we came across, the captain just hid in his quarters the whole time. She kicked him overboard. She scoffs and she's like, I'm not sure how much fighting we actually did. Uh, well, at least you were willing to die with your crew. So, yes, I appreciate your uh, conviction. We'll go with conviction. I'm going to have you and your sure. crew just kind of uh, gather up along the main mast there while we have our way with your lady. I'll be available to unlock any locked boxes. I'll send, like, Scram and Manny down into the hold to take stock in there, and I'll take Lemon with me into the captain's cabin to, to look around. Okay. Uh, Lemon, you're searching the first mate. Yes. You find a coin pouch with 93 gold pieces in it. For the gold that I find on just, like, a body, does that go into the loot still? Is that that's en- loot? That's entirely up to you. You're searching this guy. This is what you find. Oh, I would throw it in with the, the pile. Okay. You also find two magical scrolls. And a magical wand. Okay. I'm going to hand them over to somebody when I get a moment. All right. Anyone searching the the hold of the ship will find two points of plunder. Oh, yeah. Damn. Made up of manufactured goods. Furniture. China. (laughs) (laughs) Furniture, pottery, whatever. Doesn't really matter. Just assorted commodities. Yep. There's also a standard catapult. Yeah, we're taking the catapult. Yeah, we are. (laughs) (laughs) And whatever ammunition it comes with. Yep. 14 stones. Nice. All right. Congratulations. You've acquired your first bit of plunder as pirates. I'm detecting magic on the captain. You don't detect any magic. I ask if there's any hidden compartments as well. She says no. Uh, (laughs) I sense motive. Nine. You believe her. All right. So, yeah, she then she'll just let you do your thing. You collect the plunder. You transfer it over to your captain's ship. Captain's quarters? We're looking in the captain's cabin. Is there anything in there? No. I mean, some portion of those two points of plunder are probably in the captain's cabin. You don't find any Additional unexpected uh, valuables. All right. Once we're done in there, I'll send Levin back out to just random menial task. And once I'm alone in the captain's cabin, I'm going to wild ship into a bull and just fuck the place up. Oh, <laughs> Do you wait till I'm out of earshot? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Not necessarily out of earshot, but like you've left the doors closed and all of a sudden you just hear shit breaking behind you. You close the door and hear. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk off whistling. I assume he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Did I, I mention all the china that is inside the captain's cabin? I'm going to walk the ship looking for anything I think that Feeks could use in his alchemical components and make sure nobody gets lippy. That's about it. I'm good. Okay. It's a merchant ship with just manufactured goods. There's not really any exotic uh, alchemical stuff on board. I I actually I calmly knock on the door like behind the (laughs) Crash, 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 crash! (laughs) (laughs) I calmly knock on the door like it's an everyday thing. Like... (laughs) It's just normal. About ten seconds later, I open the door, looking normal, just kind of straightening my coat. Yes. 
You're like pushing your horn back into your skull with your, with your fingertip. Oh, Captain. Yes, Graham. Do we want to see if uh, any of them want to join our crew? I think we have uh, done enough damage to this captain's crew. We need to uh, let as many as as many go as we can. We need to start spreading our reputation, you know. So we get have everyone just take those two points of plunder worth of stuff back onto our ship. Takes a little while. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm gonna hand off. I got the uh, that's two scrolls and the one. I'm gonna give them to Scram to mm. let him mm. see what they are. Spellcraft is twenty two. Are you looking at one of the scrolls first or the wand? Scrolls first. Uh, the first scroll you look at is Hideous Laughter, which is a second level wizard spell. Next one. 13. You do not identify the second scroll. 20. The wand is Magic Missile. Oh. And. Just have all the Magic Missile. Out of 50, there are 49 charges. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> A nearly full wand. And I relay that to my rat folk friend, since he introduced that to me. Perfect. Probably when we're in um, Blood Cove, we can figure out what this other scroll is, too. Scram could wait uh, tomorrow. You could yeah. try again tomorrow if you wanted to. Perfect. I'll just uh, keep the scroll on you. Let me know what you see. All right. So you guys have taken a second ship. Another little party breaks out. Lots of <laughs> fish for everybody. <laughs> yeah. More fish than you could eat. Okay. What's the next plan? So you guys have a total of four plunder on on board now, right? Yes. The two that you started with. Yep. Now you just acquired another two. Yep. Just FYI, one point of plunder equals about 10,000 pounds of stuff. Yeah, one point is five tons, right? Yes. A sailing ship, which is what the Mascador is, can hold up to 150,000 pounds of stuff. It can hold 150 tons. 150 tons? Okay, well, either way, you guys are nowhere near filling up the ship if you wanted to just pack that shit as tight as you wanted, or if you wanted to go to Plug- Blood Cove now. It's up to you. I'm just letting you know. I say we hunt down one more, and then... Yeah. And I then, always like more money. Yeah. I'm so glad you said it, Devoth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you said it. Devoth is all in for hunting down one more and then putting it in a Blood Cove. Same. All right. Captain, give me a profession sailor check. I got a total of 14. You're sailing around for three more days. And that's when you see another ship. Ooh, buddy. You begin pursuit, only to realize that the ship doesn't seem to be moving. And you're able to close the distance with it in less than a day. Okay. You're about a half mile away from it, close enough to like get a good picture of what's going on. It's a fishing trawler. It's riding low in the water, heeling several degrees to port. It is obviously taking on water. The sails flap loosely from the yards and a fishing net drags in the water over the starboard side. Seeing this, I'm actually kind of reminded of that ghost story that uh, Crunchbar told us that one <laughs> night. Crunchbar. Oh, okay. So, I'm a little, uh, little hesitant, a little superstitious going in. I'm going to uh, have Manny pull the ship up alongside it. Okay. Uh, everybody give me perception check. This is a perception check as you're like making a, a close pass. Uh, net 20 for a 26. 29. Anyone, like, at the at the railing of the ship just, like, getting a good look, assuming that includes Devoth, Lemon, and Manny, will see the dark shape of a dinghy deep underwater, slowly oh. sinking. Is the dinghy got people, like, bodies in it? it just it's like impossible to make out. Like, you can just see the silhouette. It's clearly, like, one of the ship's longboats or, you know, dinghies. Hey, Scram, come here. 
Graham comes here. <laughs> Do you have an uh, air bubble ready? No. <laughs> what good are you? Scream marks that in his head. Um, what are you looking for? Yeah. Do you have air bubble in your spell book? I don't I think you do. Don't. Nope. I do not have air bubble. I got a sweet. Uh, you oh, should detect magic though and it. see if anything over there is even of value. Uh, all right, sixty foot range. It's not open to you, but you can see the ambient glow of a strong magical aura coming from, kind of visible through the uh, portholes of the stern castle. Can I make a spellcraft? Sure. That's a twenty-nine. You identify the aura as transmutation, but without getting a closer look, you can't identify what the magical aura is. Captain, there seems to be an aura of transmutation uh, coming from inside the ship. Ah, well then it seems we may have lucked upon some easy plunder today, boys. Can't imagine that we would get within this amount of strong aura so easily, Captain, I would... Take it slow. Maybe send a few people on. That's a good idea. We'll send a small group. It'll be you and me and Manny and Lemon and, uh, yeah, Shield. Come on. Yeah, so, oh. all the officers. <laughs> and Shield. <laughs> uh, I put on Mage Armor. <laughs> like, um. Hey, there you go. I give you a hero point, but it's elementary. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell Sandera to keep an eye on the ship and watch out for trouble while we're over here. Sandara gives you a salute. She says, "As acting captain, I will. Uh, I'll do a, a, a fine job keeping this ship ship shape." All right. So this small boarding party, accidentally consisting of all the PCs, boards the ship. The deck, as I said, uh, and like the rest of the ship, is uneven. There's like a ten degree tilt. So you board. You like take a second to kind of orient yourselves. Okay. And what do you do? Well, Scram, where did you, where was this below decks? Yeah. The stern castle. Uh, in the stern castle. All right. Uh, shield, lead the way. Aye, aye, captain. I'll follow right behind him. All right. So you head towards the back of the ship, and you enter the stern castle. By the way, everyone make a perception check from when you boarded. 16. 18. Nine. Also 18. Good thing Tom said 9, because 13. Manny and Lemon. I'll just pretend those were all survival checks, because that's what you were supposed to do. When you get on board the ship, after orienting yourselves, you notice the telltale signs of a battle that's been hastily cleaned up. No, there was a fight here. Yeah, but why did they clean it up? I don't know, that's weird. He's right. Well, if they tried to clean it up once, it means they might want to get ready for another. I pulled Chip off my back and have him at the ready. All right. Oh, I already had my rifle I'll make up. a stealth check. Okay. 29. Are you guys still heading for the Stern Castle? Or yes. Yeah, I mean, that's where the okay. aura was going from. I'm detecting magic, like, all the way through this. The aura in the Stern Castle is very overt. There could be additional auras in the Stern Castle, but, like, it's like trying to spot, like, a like a firefly in front of a lantern. But, yeah, it's... You're detecting magic, and that's what you, that's what you see. You enter the Stern Castle. You see a sailor sitting on the floor next to the wall, hunched forward, clutching a lockbox against his body and shivering head to foot. He sees you enter and he like jerks upright, but he's like still like hunched over, like gripping the lockbox and he looks terrified. His eyes are wide open. Shield, you entered first. So he looks at you and in a hoarse whisper, he says, don't get it wet. And he pushes the lockbox towards you, revealing a mortal wound to his gut. And then he slumps over dead. 
I look around. I'm the only one in there. No one. We're like coming up right behind you. I guess. Coming up right well, behind. everybody's in the room by now. Okay. But you're just like the most. For- you're the right, closest right. to him. Right. So we all hear him say, "Don't get it wet." Yeah. Okay. So I'll pick it up and turn around and <laughs> say, "Hey, look what I found." <laughs> Scram! The aura that you're seeing is coming from the lockbox. Do a spellcraft or sure. That's a nineteen. You never seen anything like this. You're seeing a second school of magic, though. Abjuration. Abjuration. I try to open the lockbox. It's locked. Hmm. Get out of line. <laughs> I'm going I'm to appraise it first. Appraise the lockbox? Yep. I'm just okay. curious. Ah, 14. It's a really nice lockbox. Yeah, it's a nice lockbox. Let's see what it's got. I don't think we should get it wet. That's the only thing. Disable device. 33? You disable it. <laughs> oh. It's... It's a, a clean pick. You don't damage the lock in any way. So I just snap it right open. Inside is a large egg. Can I do knowledge? Would it be knowledge nature? Knowledge. Is it a dragon egg? Would it be dungeoneering? I don't know. Give me a nature and or knowledge history. I'll assist whoever gets the highest roll. Pick somebody to assist. With a 13, so I assist. Pick somebody to assist. Scram. All right. Don't assist me. The no. boss. I, <laughs> nope. I pronounced the boss very weird, but I meant I met Lemon. <laughs> Lemon. He's our man. If he can't do it, I can't do it. I got a six. Okay. I should have just. Done I just story. don't know what this I know. is. I got a thirteen. That's what I got. You have no idea what you're looking at. It's like the size of an ostrich egg, whatever those are. It's about the same, like, it doesn't quite look like a bird egg, but it's not like a fish egg. Like, it's like what you would expect an egg to look like and be made of. What color is the egg? It's white. Red. It's It's egg colored. It's stark white. Is there anything else in the room? Stark wet. (laughs) Spit on it. Can I loot his body? You check the pockets. He looks like a regular sailor. He's got a... He's got a, a sheath that a cutlass used to go in, but it's now gone, and three copper pieces in his pocket. Anything else uh, in the room? I'm going to shut the lockbox. Nope. And relock it. Lemon has locked the lockbox. I'll take it and hold it under one arm. What else do you guys do? Have him search the rest of the ship, but I'm <laughs> I'm a little freaked out by this, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stand like on the middle of the deck. Like I have the lockbox under one arm, and I kind of got the other arm resting on top of it. Like I'm not letting this thing go anywhere. So Chip is... No longer wielded? Correct. I'll put Chip back on my back. Okay. So you guys search the rest of the ship? Yes. You search the forecastle. You don't find anything of interest. It's clearly, in addition to a hastily covered up battle, uh, it looks like the ship has been like semi-looted too. Uh, you go below decks, and there's a fair good amount of water down here. You see a large hole in the, sh- in the side of the ship. And waves are slowly swamping it. Since you saw the signs of battle, you are not surprised by the four Sahuagans yeah. that jump out with tridents in hand. And cool. we'll see you next week. Oh, see ya! See ya! See ya! Scram, you're going back to swab. Mass Shield, you're promoted to Master Gunner. Don't even tease me. <laughs>